0: Welcome to The Intentional Bride, a space created to nurture your heart in God's love. Let's get intentional. Welcome to another episode of The Intentional Bride. Today, I want to talk about a bride of noble character, or otherwise known as a woman of noble character, or in other versions, they call her a woman of excellence. And I'm talking about Ruth. Ruth is one of those stories that's largely undebated. But for me, I found that it's truly one of those under-talked about situations and that we need to be making more noise about Ruth. The most interesting thing about the book of Ruth is how we see Ruth as the book is set up about the lives of individuals. It's just a day-to-day story. The mention of God is minimal what we actually see is tragedy, tragedy, redemption. And I want to talk about, you know, what what would you do if you're faced with tragedy upon tragedy, upon tragedy, upon tragedy, and your life, you feel like it's just a a bad story after another, after another, after another, and you're looking to God and you're like, where are you? I hope that you get inspiration from the story of Ruth. So we we begin to see Ruth story unfold from Naomi. Naomi is Ruth's mother-in-law. And for those who haven't heard this story, Naomi was married to a man called Elimelech and they lived in a place called Judah. Now Judah was faced with severe famine and they had to relocate to Moab. And for those who know about the Bible a bit in more in depth, you know that the Moabites were historically enemies of the Israelites. But because of her circumstances, she was forced to relocate to Moab. The environment spit them out. There was famine. There was no way they could stay in Judah. They had to move to the neighboring lands. And so Naomi moves with her husband Elimelech and their two sons, Malon and Chilion. And when they get to Moab, Elimelech dies. So you already see just as soon as they think they've run away from their problems... Tragedy number one hits, Elimelech dies. And after some time, her two sons, Marlon and Shilion, marry foreign wives, Moabite women, named Orpa and Ruth. And so when they marry these women, they live for up to 10 years together. But unfortunately marlon and Chilion die one after the other so more tragedy so in this case naomi has lost her husband and her two sons so i cannot imagine her devastation but anyway back to the story we see naomi at this point completely devastated and her devastation is so bad to the extent that she says to her two daughter-in-laws listen go back to your families go go back to your mother and father let me go back to judah there's nothing left for me here let me go back to my place of pain And so Olpa says her goodbyes and leaves and goes back to her family. But Ruth was a bride. Ruth wore her title bride. Ruth didn't get married for till death do us part. Ruth got married for your family, your people, everything that you are is who I am. And so we see Ruth say to Naomi, listen, I'm not going anywhere. In fact, your people will be my people and your God will be my God. And after some form of dissuasion, the Bible says Naomi went quiet on her because Ruth wasn't having it. Ruth was like, you are not going to strip me of my bride status. I will follow you everywhere you go. And here we see Ruth's intentionality come into play. Uh, Ruth and Naomi journey back to Judah. And when they get back to Judah, Naomi says to everybody there, no longer will I be called Naomi. I will be called pain. I have wept in bitterness. God has forsaken me. And so Naomi wore her title, Naomi wore her pain, Naomi wanted to be called her pain. But Ruth, on the other hand, maintained that she was a bride. So as soon as they get there and they realize, you know, that this is their new reality, what's interesting is whatever took them out of Judah, the famine, now they go back and there's a place, it It has become a bountiful place, a place of harvest. And they were in the, they were actually going through a season of extreme harvest. And so Ruth, Naomi says to Ruth, I have a relative, by the way, that lives towards that end, very wealthy. Why don't you go and see if you can harvest some food for us to eat? So Ruth naturally goes there. And Ruth, because she knew her place, she was a foreigner. She was at the bottom of the pyramid. She knew that she did not belong, did not go and speak to the owner of the land. She just went and she would harvest what was already harvested. And in her space of of just survival, just harvesting and just doing what she could, Boaz notices her. And when he noticed her, he said to the maidservants, every time you see her, leave some extra on the ground so that she's not just gleaning what you've already gleaned, but she's also harvesting what the rest of you are enjoying of. Isn't this God? Isn't this just God? When you come to him with intentionality and he sees you and he's like, listen, I see you, Adonia. I see you trying. or I see you, Jane. And I see you trying to... be intentional in your faith i see you trying to be intentional in what it is you're doing so what i'm gonna call you to do is is come and enjoy of this harvest because the harvest is in plenty and the harvest is there for you so ruth starts to harvest unaware that the one who is going to redeem her has already noticed her so when Ruth goes back home with this plenty and Naomi already knows, like if you're gleaning what she's already gleaned, you can't come home with this amount of, of flour or barley or whatever. So she says to her, what happened? And he's like, oh no, I've just gone. I've been shown kindness. I found favor with this guy called this, in this farm owned by this guy called Boaz." And it hits Naomi. Naomi is able to snap out of her sadness. And she says, do you know what? That guy is our family redeemer. And now that you have found favor with him, this is fantastic. So immediately, Ruth's mindset is shifted. And she shifts back from survival mode back to bride mode. And the minute she realizes that she has found favor with her Redeemer, she immediately starts to find an intentional plan of setting herself on the path of redemption. It wasn't about the harvest at this point. It wasn't about her pain or her suffering it was about her redemption when you know who you serve and you know who you are and you know the power the power that god has to redeem you and restore you your past will not matter your heritage doesn't matter your depression doesn't matter the things that you are currently doing doesn't matter the things that people are doing to you doesn't matter All that needs to matter is that your mentality is right with God, that you understand who you are. You just need to be intentional. So Naomi and Ruth come up with a plan to secure the bag, to secure boys. So she says to her, you know what, go dressed really smart and go to his place of rest. And boys interesting would rest at the threshing floor. And I would think of the threshing floor as a place where you're beaten down. You know, it's where you're beating down the wheat, you're beating down the, the barley, you're beating down your harvest. And for a wealthy man, it didn't make sense why he would sleep there at his place of harvest. Or so I would imagine he was worshipping. He was thanking God for the produce. You know, they have just come out from a place of extreme famine, and now there's a bountiful harvest. So I would think that Boaz was at the threshing floor because he was thanking God. He was worshiping God. He was like, God, I don't take it for granted to the extent that I will worship you in this place of plenty. And Ruth, who was seeking her Redeemer in that moment, found him in his place of worship. And the Bible says she laid at his feet. And as was turning around, he bumps into Ruth and he's like, why are you here? And she says, I'm seeking redemption. And you know what he said to her? He said to her, you haven't gone after young men. You haven't gone after the poor or the rich. What you have gone for is you what is right. So he said to her, you know what? I will do for you whatever you ask as you are a woman of excellence a woman of noble character. And this is where we see her called that her Redeemer called her a woman of excellence, a woman of noble character. In our case, Jesus calls us a bride of excellence, a bride of noble character. But what made her a bride made her special was that she was intentional in her ways. She never lost her label bride. She never lost her label of excellence from the very beginning of where she married into Ruth's family, and so he promises her. He says to well, I am definitely going to redeem you, and I'm definitely going to take you on board. And this is exactly what he does. And fast forward, we see Ruth redeemed by Boaz. And the two of them continue to have a a family together. and They have a son called Obed and Obed becomes the father of Jesse and Jesse, the father of David. And from here, we begin to see the lineage of Jesus come into place. So what can we learn from a story like this? God is interested in you he's interested in you your intentionality to serve him your intentionality not to be swayed by your circumstances around you to know that he is constant he is the same god he was the same yesterday today and forever he is the same when you lay down when you wake up he is the same when you're going through that disastrous experience you're currently experiencing he's the same when you're going through lack of money money bountiful harvest famine he is the same god and every day you lay at his feet he sends you out with a blessing and not only a blessing for you a blessing for others because back when ruth was laying at the feet of Boaz, we see him send her away with a blessing for ruth as well some people are blessed because they know you they have no idea but floodgates are opening into their lives because of their connection to you because when god looks at you he's like hey Look at Jane over there. Look at Purity over there. I know her. I know her daughter. I know her workmates. I know her husband. I know their children. I know their children's children. And your obedience is what is going to speak into those situations for generations to come. Every single intentional action you take in the presence of God causes a ripple effect to you and to your children. To your children and their children's children so basically some people are blessed because of you let it be a truth that you wear let not your circumstances rob you of your bride status let not your circumstances rob you of your status as the most important one before the eyes of god you are a bride you are of noble character you are a bride of excellence thank you for tuning in and i hope you can make this space a home for your heart